Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry and I talk AEW full gear coming up on Saturday night. It's a big show. And the main event, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Which man will say I quit? Mark does a great job of breaking down why he doesn't think Eddie Kingston, the man that we learn to know on this show, will never utter those words, I quit. We talk about it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We do have a lot of callers that want to talk about Eddie Kingston. Let's go out to Babyface Bill in Texas. What's going on, Bill? Oh my gosh! I'm on the radio with Dave freaking. All right, Rebecca don't don't fuck Mark it up, Henry. Bill. Don't mess it oh, up. I Just am chasing the hug, baby. Man, you made it. You Mark. made it. What's up, <laughs> Mark? I just rolled myself out of Austin Tuesday night. Had True Lux, and then Wednesday night went to this awesome sushi place. Oh my gosh, you have great food there in Austin, but oh. I can't. I'm so full still. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Eddie Kingston, uh, I've been a WWE lifer, WWE fan my whole life, and started watching AEW because just wanted to try something new. And the first moment he came out to challenge Cody for uh, the TNT title and the words that came out of his mouth, boom, I immediately related to him. I knew this was a guy who had scratched. Claude fought his way to get where he was at. And I immediately was just hooked to Eddie Kingston. I know he's supposed to be the the heel in the scenario, but I'm getting the pay-per-view on Saturday just for him because I am so like personally invested because I was one of those guys that uh, I was, wasn't supposed to do a whole lot with my life. And I scratched and clawed and uh, I have a pretty successful life now. And, and uh, he's just very relatable, and I actually am wanting him to win on Saturday night because I feel like I can relate to him, and I think he is just an amazing talent. Ed and- Robinson said the same thing. Same thing. Yep. Ed said that he yeah. it's hard. It's going to be hard for Ed said it's going to be hard to cheer for against him because of how much work he put in and how sincere. He was about his journey, and ah uh, man, I, I I feel I guess the same way because I like seeing success stories. Yeah, and and, and Ed was talking about it was like Rocky in reverse as far as like mm-hmm. yeah. you know Rocky is is being the heel, uh, and and Ed I I couldn't agree with you more, but like 
you you hear the story, and if you missed it, go on demand and go to the SiriusXM app just to hear his true life story. It's hard to root against Eddie Kingston after listening to his interview here on the show yesterday. And that's the problem. Basing off of what's transpiring on TV, yeah, that's the analogy where Eddie Kingston is in the Rocky role, but this time Rocky is the heel and Moxley is is the babyface. But you listen to Kingston's story, and it just it tugs at the heartstrings. There, you really you really want to root for the guy. It's a complete toss-up now i mean i i uh, going into yesterday's interview obviously you think that yo moxley's got to go over he, he's the hero in this story and you see what what eddie has had to do to, to to bring himself to the level where he lied cheat steal whatever you need to do but you listen to how he got there in that 18 year journey and now you just want to root for the guy and you just said it ed and that's what i wanted to bring up with mark when it came to our eddie kingston interview yesterday because you talk about patience this is 18 years in the making, Mark. I mean, the, you know, Eddie Kingston's been in pro wrestling for 18 years, has never gotten that opportunity. First of all, to stick with, this, with, with any kind of occupation where after 18 years you haven't gotten an opportunity, he gets it Saturday at full gear. And, and I agree with Bill that that sells me on the pay-per-view. I mean, there's yeah. other matches I'm into for, from Saturday, but, like, the match is Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. And John Moxley is somebody that's one of the most popular wrestlers in the country, in the world right now in pro wrestling. But, man, I, I am rooting for Eddie Kingston. 18 years, Mark. So you think about, like, your career. You know, we have The Miz, all the years it took. Imagine it's 18 years before you even get a shot at the title. Well, I mean, I, I, I identify with that. Um the guy didn't always put himself in the greatest spot. And he self-admittedly makes no apologies for the mistakes that he made. Uh, he didn't necessarily look like Adonis. Uh, he's not like the most strikingly big guy, athletic guy. But his versatility and his ability to communicate and grab the fan by the throat with what he says is priceless and invaluable. And I think that today fits him better than 15 years ago. And sometimes a diamond gets lost in a crack. And I think that's what happened. I think that um, he realizes what happened, and now he has the opportunity. I hope that it's the main event. I hope it's the last match. Uh, they're on the boat, on the poster. They're on the bill. Um, it it almost has to be the last match, regardless. There's, this is the case where an outstanding match can come before everything else, and of course, the championship is involved. So that's that's. Um, not an issue. A couple weeks ago, we saw Roman Reigns and Jey Uso in an I Quit match. And with the family ties that they had, it's almost impossible for somebody like Jey Uso or Roman Reigns to say those two words. Roman found a way to get Jey Uso to say I quit. Mark, that match on Saturday is an I Quit match. So you have Eddie Kingston, who it took 18 years to get this opportunity, he talked about it on our on on our show yesterday, and and the clips from that show is 
on the SiriusXM app right now, and it's also on Twitter, at Busted Open Radio. He was on the verge of selling his house in Orlando. This is just a few months ago. Selling his house in Orlando, moving, having to move back home with his mom at, at, at the age of 38. How humbling that must be, you know? And there's a lot of people that are dealing with that right now during the pandemic. You know, yeah. lo- loss, loss of income, loss of jobs. He's one of them. He was with NWA Power. NWA Power was done because of the pandemic. And before getting signed with AEW, he had nothing coming in. He was, he was on the verge of having to move back home. 18 years before he got a title shot. Just a few months ago, you know, no money coming in, on the verge of having to move back to his family's home and live back with his mom at 38 years old. It is going to be hell to try to get that man to say, I quit on Saturday. Uh, Most definitely. I mean, like, you never want to go back. You never want to humble yourself to the point to where you have to go and say, hey, mom, I I need to come home for a while so I can get my stuff together. Nobody wants to do that. And for him to acknowledge that shows his, uh, his honesty. It shows the fact that he's a a humanizing quality. It 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 endears him to the fans, and our fans are not stupid at any point. I mean, I've I've always respected uh, the the voice of the fan. If the fan says, "Hey, I like Eddie Kingston," then I got to tune in and see what it is about whatever it is that the fans are clamoring about. And from the time that Eddie came in to where we saw those videos of him, his first week at AEW, like his promos have played, paid dividends. Like he's, he's drawing money. Yep. And now he's worked his way into better shape. His toughness comes through. And if he says that he's not going to quit, the only other option is for him not to respond. That's that's the only... Moxley is going to have to render him unconscious to win this match. The dude is not going to say it. And there are ways to finish an I quit match without one of the participants actually saying I quit. That may be the outcome that we're looking to see here. One thing I wanted to bring up, uh, the story that he told us yesterday, and it would be really cool if he would bring that into his um, his on uh, his on-camera promos. Because the story he was telling us yesterday about being 38, about losing your house in the midst of a pandemic, the way it resonates with people and what's going on in the world right now, this may be a tall order. But to me, it echoes hard times and dusty roads. Hard times. And it also, he said that uh, last week that John Moxley sold out, that he's not going to sell out. He's not going to turn babyface. But I'm going to tell you what, Steve Austin didn't have to turn babyface either. I remember a time when Steve Austin was an asshole. And all of a sudden, 
He started battling Vince McMahon, sticking it to the boss, and all the fans started to love him. Could that be his fate? Could the fans in the ne- in this next three to four months after this match with Moxley, when the music hits, you start to hear Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. It could happen. I, and I, I can actually see that, that he could become a revered fan favorite, even though he's a bad guy. And, Mark, you know this. In the world of pro wrestling, sometimes you catch lightning in the bottle. Stone Cold Steve Austin was lightning in the bottle, and I think we're getting that again right now with AEW and Eddie Kingston. Hey, everybody. This is Fran Fraschella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovich buys it in to Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Let's go out to Wes in Jacksonville. What's going on, Wes? All right, so I'm going to do a little bit of fantasy booking for Full Gear. Um, first of all, shout out to the guys that are putting you over podcast, having me on last night, Bama Dave, um, Vanessa, as well as the, uh, the standing streamer, all uh, busted open loyal members. They had me on last night. That was so much fun talking busted open and uh, AEW with you guys. So wait, Wes, really quick before yep. you move on, I do want yep. to give a shout out uh, to the putting you over podcast and also uh, to the nation show as well, because it's kind of cool having like spinoffs of Busted Open, Mark. I think that's pretty wild. It's beyond wild, Dave. It's beyond wild. It's actually flattering. Go ahead. Busted Open has become a family. I mentioned that last week, and it's absolutely true. We we have nobody to thank but you guys for giving us that opportunity. And really Um, quick, Wes, not to interrupt you again, but, you know, and I was talking about this with Mark before the show, Wes. And, you know, and Wes, by the way, Wes, congratulations. She said yes. I had my doubts, Mark, but, you know, Wes is getting married. And who knows? Maybe I'll be the minister, Mark, for Wes when they tie the knot. That's that's what I'm hearing. I mean, from last I understood, Wes was like, man, if we could have that, that that would just seal the deal. That would be the creme de la creme. Am I, am I correct? Yeah. It'll probably take some. Uh, it'll, it'll probably take some uh, convincing for her, but I'm sure I could. I, I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to work something out when that Wes, time comes. Wes, now that you're getting married, and she said yes, I think Mark next Friday we should have the potential next Wes, Mrs. Wes in Jacksonville, come on the show. We need to get her on the show and talk to her and tell her what's what. She needs to know, Wes, that, you know, the nation is your family, too. And she's marrying into this family. Yeah. She has, sounds- she has Fridays off, so that makes it possible, too. All right. Well, we expect to hear from her next Friday on a Falls Count Anywhere Friday. Please continue, Wes. All right. So I'm going to do a little bit of fantasy booking, and uh, I kind of came up with this last night. And uh, it, it really got me hyped for full gear because of basically telling myself, um, Talking about the Eddie Kingston and uh, Moxley match, I don't think we're going to hear either guy say the words, I quit. Someone may pass out. 
They might have just, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I don't think we're actually going to hear the words, I quit. But imagine this, and I got two different scenarios for two different matches. Imagine this. Eddie Kingston is just getting worn out to the point where he's blown up and Moxley just can't get him to say it. He's such a tough SOB and he can't get him to say it. So Moxley goes to a desperate place and you hear throughout the stadium the voice of Ruth, the mother of Eddie, saying, Eddie, please, I can't take this anymore. Stop. Just just end it. Stop. I can't take seeing this anymore. And that forcing Eddie to say, okay, I can't do this to my mother anymore. I, I think that would be uh, an angle where it would still keep Eddie looking strong. He's doing it for his family, for his mom. And it, I, I feel like that would be better than him saying I quit or Moxley saying I quit. I would love to hear and see that. And then the other idea I had, man, I'm not really sold. I think it's going to be a great match, the Cody and Darby Allen match. I, I think they're going to put on one hell of a show and tear the place down. Uh, but I, I just can't see Darby going over on Cody. Um, but what I would like to see is that order 66 really start to kick in Cody doing the heel turn, showing him just a ruthless side of things, beating up Darby coming at Darby. Like we've never seen him before. And suddenly the lights go out and you hear the crows and you look up into the 300 section of Daly's amphitheater and you see sting right there looking down because Darby's been under his wings the entire time. I mean, Wes, you bring up some uh, some different scenarios. I'm not saying you're wrong. There's, there's a lot of rumors out there, and, you know, rumors are always fun. You know, speaking of rumors, Justin Labar. Uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Here's the thing, Wes, when it comes to Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, even Darby Allen and Cody, I can honestly say I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow night. And, and, Mark, we always talk about that's like when you don't know, that's yeah. a good thing. I, I can't see Moxley saying I quit. I can't see Eddie Kingston saying I quit. You know, with Darby Allen and Cody, like, and Cody, and Bullies talked a lot about this Order 66. Listen, I don't know about that. But, again, Darby Allen could, could be the face of AEW. He's young. He, he kind of fits the mold of the AEW fan. It's going to be very, very interesting what happens at full gear, but that's the fun of it, Mark, is when you just don't know. Hey, everyone. This is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand-new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Let's go to Eric in Ohio. What's going on, Eric? Hey, guys. How are you this morning? What's up, buddy? Uh, I just want to, like, spend all my time giving flowers to Eddie Kingston. Okay. I think, I think he's... I think he's just doing unbelievable work right now. Like I'm, I'm a pretty big AEW mark and I probably would have bought full gear one way or another this weekend, but I don't know that I was really kind of like 
excited for it, like really, really looking forward to it until Wednesday night. And that seven minutes that Moxley and Eddie Kingston did in the ring was just one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen as a wrestling fan. I will say this, um, Eric, because there's a couple of things you said, and I kind of agree with you. And Eric, I, I, I agree with you, first of all, with what the work that Eddie Kingston is doing. Second of all, I do agree. Full gear, I was going to watch it. Obviously, I'm an AEW fan, but I, you know, watching it for this show. But I wasn't really amped for it until Wednesday. And Eric, that's what a go-home show is supposed to do. You kind of forget it, the way go-home shows that we've seen recently, but that's the last chance for them to get you to buy the pay-per-view. And Eric, they were able to accomplish that on Wednesday. Oh yeah. Knocked it out of the park. And, and the thing that really impresses me about what Kingston is doing more than like what MJF does, who's just remarkable at getting people to hate him and just generating heat. Eddie is making us love mocks. Like he's making Moxley a more relatable, noble, uh, you know, uh, kind of hero character. And like, it's totally out of left field for me. Like I'm, again, I'm a fan of Moxley. I like him, but I don't know that he's my favorite wrestler in AEW, but like, I want to see this main event Saturday night. It's the only thing on the show that I care about at this point. And it's, it's just, it's a, a testament to how good Eddie Kingston is at what he's doing. Like I legitimately hope they put the belt on him. I want to see this for three months more. Yeah, Eric, great call. And Mark, it sounds crazy because, like I said earlier in the show, Moxley is extremely popular. But the more people we talk to about this show on Saturday, the more people want to see Eddie Kingston win that title from John Moxley. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting, and that's what I'm seeing. And it's the reality of it as well as the the whole Rocky story. The whole, you know, you got this bouncer journeyman type of guy Mm -hmm. you know it's not always worked in a safe environment you know was the muscle for the mob and then he starts fighting he starts boxing and he finds out you know what he's double tough and he's not really good at it but he's got heart he's got substance he's got things about him that make people give a damn and then all of a sudden he starts to work on it and he gets really good and he beats the champion that's where we are right now with eddie kingston now eddie has to beat the champ and if eddie beats the champ and gives the fans what they want i think it'll be one of those situations like steve austin where the guy is not a good guy or a bad guy he's just eddie kingston and I think that that would be the best thing for the business, for the business of pro wrestling, is to tell that story and allow the fans to sometimes get what they want. All right, let's go out to Cody in New York who wants to talk about Eddie Kingston as well. What's going on, Cody? Not too much, Dave. How are you doing? Mark, good to hear from you. Awesome, Um, awesome. I just wanted to to, uh, say that interview with Eddie Kingston yesterday was awesome. I cannot wait for this match and I'm he just changed my mind so much on what he's about and I really hope he gets the title. 
And Cody, you know what? And thanks for the phone call. And and this is uh, something I would love to see more in pro wrestling in general is is the reality and the realism. When you really get to know somebody, and listen, the WWE does a great job of this on the network, but not necessarily on their shows. And that is getting to know the person. The person that's under the character. The person that's under the personality. Eddie Kingston let us see that yesterday in our interview. And Gabby said it, and I completely agree with her. If anybody listened to that interview with Eddie Kingston, not only are they going to buy the pay-per-view on Saturday, they're going to be rooting for Eddie Kingston. How can you not? 18 years in the making? No money. Completely broke. Getting this opportunity. And who knows? Maybe once this match is over, if he loses, you know, maybe six months from now, Eddie Kingston's not a part of AEW, and he finds himself in this situation. He has to make the most out of of this opportunity. These aren't just handed out like candy. This This is his first opportunity, Mark, but it could be his last opportunity. It could be. But you know what? I, I know I keep going back to Rocky, but do you remember, Dave, that what he referred to as his shithole apartment? How he was ashamed of having anybody come there because he didn't have anything to show for all the grind and work that he's done and put together? Like, you start to have this sympathy and empathy for the character that's willing to put everything on the table. I I don't have much. I was about to lose my place and I was going to have to move in with my parents and yada, yada, yada. That's endearing to me. That makes me feel a certain way for him. I want to see him get out of poverty. I want to see him have a level of success that he can say, you know what? At one time in my life, I was the best in the world at something. Man, that's that's why everybody is, is siding for him is because he's painted that picture of them. He is them. He is us. And that is why it is rising up the board as the guy in pro wrestling that people give a damn about because they actually can feel and understand where he's coming from. Hey everyone, this is former NFL linebacker and current Sirius XM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. All right, let's go to our good friend, Anthony in Nebraska. What's going on, Anthony? What's going on, gentlemen? How are we doing? I'm great, Anthony. You? Congrats, brother. Hey, hey Mark. Thank, uh, thank you very much for the, uh, the the autograph and the shirt. It came yesterday. I appreciate it so much. 
Nico Brown. Oh, awesome. and I wish I, I, I wish I could have said that to Miz, by the way, because I know Miz is big into the Browns too. But um, so I had one thing I wanted to talk about, but then start we started talking about full gear, and I'm really excited for uh, Omega Page, and the reason that is, is. When I've been telling Christina this, when when Omega came over, everybody's like, oh, he's not doing his normal thing. I think Omega came over and kind of took like a little bit of a vacation and wanted to kind of have some fun on TV and do some fun things. And now it's time for the cleaner. And now it's time for him to like I, I that that ferociousness is coming out in. And I'm really excited to you know see the end of this this number one contenders tournament. And I'm excited for him to get back, you know, to where uh, to where he needs to be. Like I, re- I, I love Kenny Omega. I loved him in New Japan. I knew, I know he's going to be a huge anchor for this company. And I love what he did with Paige in the, the last little bit. But I'm really excited to see the end of this because I think he's on his way up for a title shot. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, you know, we had a caller before that said, you know, the only match he's excited for is Kingston and Moxley. But you look at this card. Up and down. It's a damn good card that's taking place at Full Gear on Saturday. And I think AEW's done a really good job, but especially with Kingston and Moxley to get you excited. So, and, and, and we lost Anthony because Anthony, I know, had something else that he wanted to ask the nation, but I'm sure he'll give us a call back. But again, you know, I, it doesn't matter. You know, like you look at this show up and down, Mark, there's a lot to be excited about Full Gear on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, you you wanna you wanna also give love to the guys that are, you know, extremely over, like you know, Hangman Page, and uh, I I I think that is he's underrated on that on that card. You know, him being the the drunk, nervous guy, and you know, like, is he gonna get help? You know, like, there's a lot of questions that make you want to watch that show. Uh, I mean, you got Jericho on that card, Cody on that card. Like it, it's 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 a bunch of options why that mat, why that card should be uh, revered. But I guess like everybody else that's called in today, the Coupe de Grassy, as Bugs Bunny would say, is I, I want to see Eddie Kingston and Moxley. And, you know, to see what's going to happen with the women's championship is, I mean, you just can't, you can't, you can't miss right now. And speaking of Eddie Kingston, that's exactly what Sam in Cleveland wants to talk about. What's going on, Sam? What'd you want to say about Eddie Kingston? Good morning, guys. Like, first of all, I want to say that, you you know, the only reason why I have serious SM is because of you guys. That's the only way I pay for this, uh, for this subscription. Because you guys like are funny, keep me out of stress because I'm a really busy person, believe it or not, even when I call, I'm almost every day, I'm sorry. But because I enjoy you guys. And oh, what I wanna you. say about what I wanna say about Coffee Kings uh sorry, uh Eddie Kingston is like when I was listening to the interview yesterday, I said like, This is me. I know how is to grow out there poor. A single mother with two kids and my mom going hungry bed, uh hungry to bed and me and my sister ate my stepfather come to our life and then it's basically like now we we were better my stepfather for me is my dad and it's like man now i'm watching this pay-per-view i buy it for eddie kingston because it was you know he came to me when i was a child as well the same childhood that he has and basically um <clears throat> basically too like um i want to see kenny omega cody rose and the young boss getting their ass kicked 
that's the only main reason why I'm buying the pay-per-view too. Thank you guys. Well, Sam, and, and you know, and 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 I hope Cody and the Bucks and Omega and Tony Khan, who have been very gracious with their time lately here for Busted Open, I hope you're they're listening to today's show and yesterday's show. Because they need, they deserve a pat on the back because they believed in Eddie Kingston. Where a lot of companies didn't. A lot of companies passed on Eddie Kingston. AEW signed him. And now you're getting people calling in today, Mark. People calling in today saying the reason they're buying the pay-per-view is because of Eddie Kingston. Not that I'm rooting for Eddie Kingston. Not that I'm looking forward to the match with Eddie Kingston. But the reason they're buying the pay-per-view is because of Eddie Kingston. So, you know what? Kudos to them for making that decision. He, Dave, he matured. Yeah. And sometimes maturity comes later in people's lives. And he's one of those guys that he self-admittedly, I didn't do all make the right decisions. I wasn't put in the right environments. I was mag I I I had a magnetism to the fire. I went right. I went left when I should have went right. But it, that's not important now. The, the important thing is AEW believed in him. He's solid human being. He's trying his best to stay on the on the on the path. I, I don't feel like you should be judged for your entire life if you are made if you made all the concessions to live it right from today from this minute on and i think that's what everybody's seeing they're seeing this guy that's paying paid his dues learned his lessons learned them hard but now i'm gonna get behind this dude he deserved that and i mean i, I can't do nothing but you know hope that he has god in his life and and realize that he's not just doing this on his own because that's usually what happens with us with vanity and fame and gluttony and all of the seven sins. Like we tend to think, oh, we live. It's, it's us. We did it. But Eddie is on the path. And I hope that he stays on the path. It's going to be great for the business of pro wrestling. Well, this path led him to a championship opportunity tomorrow night at full gear. Let's go out to Darren in North Carolina. What's going on, Darren? No, hey, like what's it. up, guys? How are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good. It's my first time calling in. I'm new to Sirius. I just bought oh. a... Welcome, man. Congrats. Welcome to the family. Welcome, man. Hey, thanks. Uh, big fan of, of uh, sexual chocolate there. Uh, always enjoy yeah. seeing you in the ring. Um, I did, I did want to say I'd like to give uh, praise to AEW for bringing in the NWA Women's Champ and recognizing other organizations. And their people and their champions. Um, it's not like, hey, we're the only show in town. Um, and how great it would be to see some of the other guys from MLW or Ring of Honor just show up for a one-off. You know, like back in the territory days when you would see the Road Warriors or the Freebirds or Dusty show up in Memphis or the AWA or, or uh, Jim Crockett. You know, um, how great would it be to see like Devon Eric show up you know, for a couple shows, or uh, Hammerstone, or Jay Lethal. And you know what, Darren? And it's a great call, and welcome to the nation, my friend. And you're right, and I think that's Cody's influence right there. 
I think Cody wanted that. I think he wanted a company where, hey, in some of these indie organizations, like you brought up the NWA, obviously we've seen a lot of NWA influence in the world of AEW, but maybe seeing somebody from MLW. You know, we, you know, they had their own version of Get Yourself on Monday on Wednesdays where they had opportunities, almost like open tryouts on Dynamite, you know, to get signed by AEW. And I, I, I think that's just, it, it creates a buzz. And I think they definitely created a buzz with that. You know, having Thunder Rosa, who's definitively signed with the NWA for another year, come in for a couple of shows. I think that opened up the door for a Serena Deeb, for an Allison K. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.